If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. My name is Rock Thomas, and I'm the host of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. And before we get started today with the show, I want to remind you that the reason that I do this every single week is because I'm here to help you create financial freedom and fulfillment. If you're working harder than ever before, but not seeing the results you want, or maybe you don't have a supportive network of people that help you raise your personal standards of success, then I want to invite you to jump on a call with someone on my team that can help you change that. So just head over to rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call, book the call and learn how you don't have to do it alone and you can take your life and business to the next level. And I'm excited to bring Brett Gilliland to the podcast today. You know, what's super cool about these guests that I have is that a lot of them are entrepreneurial spirit in individuals. And this guy happens to run an organization called Elite Entrepreneurs. He's 100% focused on helping specifically seven-figure businesses scale. It's not just sales and marketing or software, but it's more coaching and helping them find the North Star and develop their values. And even though this sounds like hyperbole, it's so important that people really define their end game and goal because otherwise you're going to work 70 or 80 hours a week and you're not going to be that efficient and effective. So if you're that type of person, this podcast is for you and you're going to hear from the man himself, Brett, as to some of the distinctions that people like you go through in a frustrating way, wearing different hats, trying to scale, trying to net enough money. And if you're not careful, you're going to be caught in the trap of not having any time off and feeling guilty when you're at home that you should be at work and guilty when you're at work that you should be home. So let's dig in and hear what Brett has to say so you can scale your business and you can rock your money and rock your life. All right, I'm thrilled to have you here because I know what you're gonna do is you're gonna drop some bombs and you're gonna take people from where they are to scaling their business because that's what you do, Brett. So thanks for jumping on the show. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here with you, Rock, and look sharing whatever I can. So why don't we jump right into it? Because people are right now going through everything they're going through. One of the challenges is how do I run my business? Maybe even for some people start one. And then if they have it and they don't learn how to systematize it, they really just are going to be you know, creating a job for themselves instead of scaling and having a system that they can hire people. So they actually have a life, which is a thing that I like to talk about. You know, rock your money, rock your life. How do you get to a place where you don't have to work? So what are some of the biggest pitfalls you see with people that are trying to expand or scale? Well, just like you said, they often create a job for themselves. And it's not just a job. It's actually the, like a horrible job, one they wouldn't want to <laughs> impose on somebody else. Uh, they just get overloaded. And, and at Elite Entrepreneurs, we deal only with seven-figure business owners. So they've built a business to the point where they should be feeling like they've won. They've, they have some success. They've, they beat that million dollar mark in sales. And instead of feeling the win, they feel overwhelmed. They feel, they feel overloaded. 
because they, they have feel to the crosswind, not yeah, the wind. <laughs> that's right. They feel headwinds. Exactly. Yes. They're just they're they're beaten up by this thing that they've built because they haven't figured out a few key things to get it off of them. So people, when they're at that stage, I just want to really give context to this. They're million dollar producers. That's gross sales you're talking about. They're yep. wearing lots of hat sales, marketing, operations, all that sort of thing. What typically will they be netting? Because that's really what I care about. I don't care about the gross. You can gross and you can make nothing. What, what is the range of what people are netting, Brett? You know, that's a great question and one that we don't spend much time looking at for our, for our purposes. Um, but they're not netting what they want. So let's just put it yeah. that way. So if, let's, let's be, I don't know, let's just generic and say they're netting 10%. Well, right. most people don't want to go through the pain of building a, a million dollar business, grossing sales and million dollars a year and only netting 10% of that. Um, what we find is some of them have a hard time even paying themselves a decent wage. They start to build a team around themselves. So we can, even though I don't have an exact figure for our group because that's not the way we work, um, we can both agree that they're not, they're not netting what they, what they intended to be netting at this point. Right. And that's one of the things that, that I've learned is if you want to become financially free, which after 30 years of coaching, everybody I speak to, that's one of their goals, right? Do what you want, when you want, how you want, how much do you want. And we're not taught that in school. We're taught to go get a just over broke job and spend the rest of your life doing that. But when you're an entrepreneur, the dream is to have this freedom. Yes. But you know, when you have the responsibility of a million dollar business, these people tend to work how much typically? Yeah, too much. <laughs> 70, 80 hour work weeks. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. If they have any semblance of balance, maybe they shut it off for one day on the weekend, but they end up missing, you know, they miss the kids' soccer game. They can never get away from the business. There's no vacation. So that, that time and money freedom is what we all want. It's what they all say. And they end up being consumed by the business, by the, by the job that they created, like you said. It's yeah. totally true. So what I've found works is, is the opposite of what people do. People usually choose the vehicle to become free or they think free by pressure or proximity. So when I say that, I mean proximity. Like my first job was working at McDonald's because my sister was dating the McDonald's manager, right? No, yeah, it was probably proximity. just down the road, right? Yeah. Right. It was easy. It was, it was just there. Um, and pressure, what I mean by pressure is pressure to provide for your family, pressure to do something that you think you can do versus what you want to do, or maybe pressure from your parents that said, Hey, why don't you go down that path? But it's yeah. not really their, it's not really their path. So they show up with all these hats on overworked, tired. How do you help them? What do you do? Yeah. So I'm glad that you said that the, the proximity and the pressure. I love the way you frame that. Um, I hadn't framed it that way before. But, but I think we'll agree on where I'm about to go with it. We actually start with their purpose. We want them to unlock, to dis and sometimes it's discover. Unfortunately, they, they haven't even discovered it. But in many instances, they've inherited this business or through proximity or pressure, they, they came to have this business and we help unlock the power and potential of that business through getting really intentional. We start with purpose and values and a very, destination oriented mission we help them get really clear clear vision to get started and 
you know, it's one that, that sounds like soft skills mumbo jumbo to a lot of listeners, but yes. that that really is step one is to create in in uh, mentally or spiritually or some other way first before it can manifest physically you have to get clear with intention and so we start with purpose yeah and and so why does that sound so you know airy fairy because a lot of people don't do it they want concrete and and but they don't have a north star it's like i say to people listen if you put a gps in your car and you hit you hit construction and you're forced to turn right the GPS doesn't quit. It goes rerouting, rerouting, go 400 meters, turn left, and it keeps going toward this final destination. I think what I hear you saying is that this mission, vision, purpose, values that you're talking about gives them that North Star. So no matter what cross winds they're hit with, they keep on moving toward it. Absolutely right, Rock. You're spot on. And, and you know, it doesn't surprise me that we see things very similarly. You've been helping people for years. I've been helping a very specific group of people, but it's all around these principles of success. And the successful people that we know, they start with intention, right? They know their North Star. And then, then and I think this is an important then, they align everything in their life to, to go do that. And so the, the purpose isn't just North Star, help me reroute, but it actually, it's, it's a, primary filter for whether or not I should be spending time or money or energy on some activity. And until we get clear on purpose, values, mission, I really don't know how to create a strategy because, I mean, people throw that word around all the time too, because strategy to what end, right? If there's a destination that we're headed to, now I can get clear about what narrow few choices do I want to make to put all of my energy into that can actually move us forward or break through obstacles or get through crosswinds or whatever happens. So right. having, that, having that North Star plays a powerful role, not just in the motivation and the drive behind everything that we do, but then as a filter for where we should be spending time, energy, et cetera. I love it. I love it. That's great. So somebody comes to you and what do they do? Do they, do they sign a contract with you for a year, six months, three months? Uh, how does it work? Yeah, no, actually, we just start with a, an experience we call Elite Ignition, just a program. But basically, we, we put together an elite business growth method. And two hours a week for four weeks, we deliver the method. There's some coaching in between because they got to do some assignments, some work in between the calls. At the end of that, they're armed with the full structure, the full elite business growth method that will enable them to go do this work on their own or they can become part of uh, an, a community of elite entrepreneurs who are all doing this work. Some people like to have that peer group for sharing and accountability and stuff like that. So um, we, we have a variety of ways to help people, but it starts with a method and approach that we put together in the successful growth of, of a business that we grew from seven figures to 10 million, 30 million, 100 million. And uh, we just take all of those proven practical methods and share how we did it. Now, we were talking off camera a little bit about the I am statements and the power of, of having a strong inner narrative and really understanding who you are and how you're going to show up. And this podcast is about rocking your money. It's about being a great, having the ability to make money, but also manage it and then invest it um, so you can have a great life. But if you don't have that inner narrative that, you know, you have, I think, 14 I am statements that you say every day. Is it something like that? That's right. Yep. 14. 
Is it something you read or is it something you kind of memorize by now or? Yeah, I, I've been saying them to myself for the last several years. So they're completely memorized. Um, the, the coach that I worked with at the time, you know, he said, you can record them and listen to them in the car while you're driving if you'd like. Uh, but I chose to just, I, I literally say them to myself every single day. I don't miss. So for those of you that are listening, you've probably heard me say this before, and this is the first uh, podcast you're listening to, is, is the strongest force in the human psyche is this desire to remain consistent with how we see ourselves. So if we see ourselves as a non-smoker and somebody offers you a cigarette, you're not going to go, well, I guess I'll have one. You just go, no, thanks. I'm a non-smoker. Or same thing if you, somebody goes, hey, you want to go skiing? You go, no, I'm not a skier. But conversely, if you don't really shape where you're headed, you can be yes to everything. And I think that goes for your business. If you don't know what you're, that's what you help people create an identity for their business, really. But just for the fun of it, tell us some of what your I am statements are for you. Sure. Uh, one of them is I am constantly working to be my best self and assume the same of others. If I or others fall short, I simply forgive and move forward. And I don't know how you teach I am statements rock, but uh, I don't know if that's lengthier than you would normally do, but for me to have the full description to help me know I am constantly working to be my best self. And I assume that of everybody around me. It, it shapes how I interact with everyone. And when, when I make mistakes and when others make mistakes, and we all do, I can simply forgive and move forward. I don't have to be vindictive about it. I don't have to hold grudges. I don't have to shame myself. I'm trying my best. And, and I think everybody around me also is. And so I, the world occurs to me that way. And that's how I operate in it. That's beautiful. Have you done Landmark? I have not, but I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with it. Okay. No, it's good. It's really, really cool because um, that's such a graceful way to be with people, to have, to have that insight, to see that. And, and it shows up in how you communicate with people. I'm sure that your clients are very comfortable and confident with you. Well, and it, it opens the door with, yeah, comfortable and confident because they can just be authentic with me. Right. There, there's yeah. nothing that holds them back. So, yeah, I, so I have 14 statements like that, and that shapes, like you said, it's, it's everything that happens for personal effectiveness, there's an organizational effectiveness equivalent, everything. And so yeah. you start with this intention, this North Star, um, you're creating through your I am statements individually, we do something similar, the equivalent for a business. And that's what allows it to, to go create its future very intentionally. So I have a saying is better to be a front loader than a freeloader. And what I mean by that is you can anticipate things that are gonna come up in your business that you can prepare for to minimize the unforced errors. I'll give you an example. You could, on Sunday, make four lunches so that when your business is busy and things are going crazy and you don't have time to run out and get something to eat, you can pull out your Tupperware, have a really healthy meal, and keep yourself moving forward. Because inevitably, days are going to happen like that, right? Yeah. But it requires that you become a front loader, which is you visualize, you think about, you plan. And I like to also say is you don't, you don't rise to the level of your expectation you descend to the level of your preparedness. So how much of the entrepreneurs you work with 
are spending time like kind of scrambling and putting out fires and reacting to things versus front loading? Yeah, that's, that's a great, great question. It's, it's not, uh, some people ask questions because they don't know. You ask the question because you absolutely know, <laughs> and I get to share. So they're, they are scrambling. They're overwhelmed. They're scrambling. So the first thing we do is help them get intentional. But the second thing that goes right along with that is to help them get disciplined or put the processes, the systems, the structure in place that enables them to win, that en enables them to take the bigger picture and turn it into reality. Because doing a bunch of um, you know, purpose, values, mission work does absolutely nothing if you don't figure out how to how to shape your life or in this case your business to to move in that direction to take action now that takes you down that path and so yeah most of the business owners we work with um, are are learning to move from scramble to more front loading as you put it and I love the way I love the sandwich analogy or the, the meal the healthy meal otherwise they just go out and go I'm hungry and I don't have anything ready so Let's do the, the unhealthy fast food and just, you know, get something really quick. That's not good for them. Right. And then it, it's a slippery slope down or like happened to me the other day. I went out, I had trouble with parking and then I ended up standing in line at the salad place. And then because of COVID, they don't take cash and I only had cash. So I had to walk back three blocks to my car and then come back again. And by then I was frustrated and I was, it pushed things back. And it was a simple thing as I hadn't planned the meal that day, things went a little bit sideways, construction, I fell behind, fell behind, fell behind, but it was 2.30 and I was going after lunch when, so my experience though is this, is how do you get people to make the changes and do the appropriate strategic things when they haven't had, you know, the emotional heartache yet? Like you're like, okay, here's a really good plan. Here's a good strategy. Here's what you should do. And they're like, it sounds good, but until you've been smacked in the face or you, you know, you did two days without any meal, but you still hung in there and you had a headache at the end of the day, you're like, okay, now I'm going to make my meals on Sundays. How do you get people to shift without the emotional pain of the past? Yeah, that's a great question. If I, if I, when I figure that out, Rock, um, <laughs> I'll have, I'll have a line of people coming to see us. Um, here's a couple thoughts, though, that what we, what we attempt to do is we, we created, and I say we loosely, uh, we talked before the recording about Clay Mask, who's a good friend of mine. He's a CEO at Keep, was formerly called Infusionsoft. And, and Clayton and I talk about this, but he, he put together some stages of small business success. So we have to go out and do some educating and say, hey, here's the path if you want to grow your business you're here it's kind of a you are here map for people it helps them self-identify where they're at and on the stages document if they're if they're in this three hundred thousand to a million range they know they want to go from one to three million if we can accurately tell them what it looks like at 300 to a, to a million and say we know exactly what it's like where you're at we know what it's going to look like you're coming up on this and try to help them see that there's some knowable things to avoid if they'll get ahead of it, that sometimes works for some people, but you know, the vast majority of us still won't take action until we're hit in the face with the pain. Uh, so another thing we do is we try to, we try to, wherever possible, we try to team them up with other people who've been on that journey and say, hey, here's, here's what's coming. So it's not just coming from us, right? It's coming from somebody else. 
I think, I think most of us try to do that in our marketing anyway. You know, hear what so-and-so had to say. Um, but the power of, of having an accountability partner or a peer is really important. So we'll try to not just teach an owner, but we'll try to teach an owner with, you know, their right-hand people or their leadership team. So that other people are saying, yeah, we need that. And, and there's a little bit more possibility that they'll, they'll act before the pain. Who's your favorite client to work with? Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> no, I don't mean their name. Oh, what I mean type the of avatar? Plan? The <laughs> yeah, avatar. Thank you. I'm like, wait, I, a bunch of names and faces went through my mind. Um, yeah, the avatar, seven-figure business owners, uh, especially those I, internally we call them enlightened business owners, people who realize there's there's a better way. I don't have to suffer through this. Uh, so enlightened business owners, seven figures. If they're growth oriented, you know, if they're, if they're spending time with people like you, they're trying to improve themselves, their life, that's a much better potential customer for us. And who is the most difficult to work with? Uh, the ones who want a single solution that like, they think it's just gonna work, right? If they show up or read something that's just gonna work, they're not ready to do some things as a result. So, it's like exercise. You know, if you, if you don't want to do the exercise, you're not going to, you're not going to yield the physical benefits of exercise. Right. And same thing happens in a business. So it's maybe not understanding the, basically what I call the law of the farmer, right? You plant yep. the seed That's right. and then you water it and then you fertilize it and you don't see much and then you do more of the same. And then eventually it sprouts up and you have to work with it. And you get up and, when it, and you, you pull the weeds before it, you know, the sun comes up or what, like you do yeah. the work, you know, yeah. just wait. Um, yeah. So yeah, some of, some of the difficult customers are ones that say, I know this would help me. And then they just don't do the work. If you're a physical therapist, somebody comes in with a hurt shoulder, you know exactly what to do to help them, but they, nobody else but that person can move do the little stretches or the exercises right. to strengthen the shoulder. That's, that's the same in our line of work. Yeah. It's funny how we, we, we kind of hope things are going to get better and, and hope things are going to be easier versus really going, okay, this is the work I have to put in. And I guess it's human nature because it's, it's pretty ubiquitous, right? It's, it's not like a one-off. We all, as coaches and we, we witness this thing uh, day in and day out. So what would you say are, let's say somebody's not quite at a million dollars, they're trying to get things, they're trying to ramp up. What are some, say one, two or three things you would say, hey, read this book, do this, um, you know, you're on your way. Yeah. I'm sure you must have some things that jump out at you. For sure. And, and that stages of business that I talked about earlier, in that 300,000 to a million range, that's right where they're trying to, to uh, master or get in place their customer acquisition and customer fulfillment machine. So appropriately, all their attention is going into getting better at marketing and consistent fulfillment, right? But then they, then they crack that million dollar mark and then it's all about people, processes, systems, you know, leadership, strategy, it's, it's, an, it's a new set of things. So anything, if they want to, kind of read ahead, anything they can do to start to think about how to intentionally build my business beyond, the, beyond customer acquisition and fulfillment. And uh, Jim Collins is a favorite of mine. Um, he, he wrote a book 
his first book that most people haven't heard of is called Beyond Entrepreneurship. And oh. they've heard of all the other ones, but they've never heard of this one. And he wrote it with his mentor, Bill Lazier. I would say, go find that obscure book. Now, in a few months, you can take the word obscure off of it because Beyond Entrepreneurship 2.0 is going to be his next book coming out. It's coming out in like November, December. So you can watch for it then, but you, you will have heard about it here that Beyond Entrepreneurship is one of those books that helps you think about how to make that transition from entrepreneur to leader or CEO or whatever you want to call yourself. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you, they want to uh, tap into your wisdom, what's the best way? So our website is growwithelite.com. Our company name is Elite Entrepreneurs. I would never put entrepreneurs in a URL anywhere. So we are, our website is growwithelite.com. Uh, people can send me a message at brett at growwithelite.com, an email. Brett has two T's in it. So those are the best ways to, to learn more about us or get a, uh, in touch with me. So final thoughts just on the, on the COVID situation. Um, how, how are people responding to that? And are there some things that, you know, there's going to be some great opportunities coming up. What are your thoughts on, on what's happening in the world today vis-a-vis -vis entrepreneurship? Yeah, so one of the great opportunities or, or blessings, I would say, in my line of work is that we, we have a, a, a big ecosystem of people, thought leaders, uh, people like you, Rock. And one of them, his name is Tyler Norton. He spoke at a recent event of ours, and he talked about relevance. And at the end of the day, whether the dust has settled in your industry or not, and I, I think people are kidding themselves if they think the dust ever quite settled, but that notion of things kind of coming back to normal, what we all have to do, regardless of the business we're in, is, is really deeply understand what our customers need more than anything else. We have to be relevant to them. And because we were relevant pre-COVID does not equal relevant you know, today or if there ever is a post-COVID. And so we have to be really in tune. And it's not like, you know, total throw it up in the air and reconfigure everything and start a brand new business. Although for some of our customers, it was really close to that. Like they did travel, right? Cruises, stuff like that. Well, there aren't cruises. So what do you do in that case? So you look at the combination of your core competencies that you have today. And you look at what's relevant to the customer now and into the future. And you have you may have to reshuffle some of what you've been doing, maybe add a missing piece to match what's really relevant today. Because everybody is scrutinizing spend during times like this. Like everything that every penny they used to spend on, they now rethink that spend. And they're only spending on things that are uber relevant to them. And uh, to me, that means all of us as business owners have to tap into that relevance. Sorry if that was lengthy. I apologize. No, but it, it's a good insight because you're working with, you know, the, the, the backbone of North Americans, uh, which the people that are forced to innovate right now. And I just find that things are changing so quickly. Uh, you look at the algorithms in any advertising vehicle, whether it be Google or Facebook, we have to constantly adapt and change. And it's, um, it's tough. It, I, I, I don't like to say things are tough because that's a word, it's a language, but I would say people are forced to learn on an ongoing, non-stopping basis, which can get exhausting because there's so much uncertainty and the human, human mind likes certainty. 
And so yeah. I think there's a lot of people that are burnt out. What do you think? It, it not only likes certainty, it fears uncertainty. And that's right. And you know that. And that's why so many people have just been shaken, whether right. it's the pandemic or uh, you, you said North America. I know you spend you split time between Canada and the U.S., but here in the U.S., there's been a lot of racial tension. It's an election year. I mean, there's so much turbulence and our brains are just going haywire looking at all the danger. And, and yes. we can't get in fight, you know, fight or flight or freeze mode. We have to we have to see as far as we can make very intentional steps to keep ourselves on productive paths instead of being overwhelmed with all the negativity. Brett, I don't know about you, but I mean, I, I'm a Tony Robbins trainer, have been for 20 years. I do my incantations, affirmations, and visualization, and meditation, and yoga, and workouts, and, and I'm a vegan. I eat well. Uh, I got a lot of things laid up, right? And I, I'm like a little bit tired of this constant having to pivot, and I can't stand in line there, and I got to put a mask on, and I can't fly here, and I can't talk to that person, and careful back up. Like, and I consider to have a very strong psychology. I'm thinking about people who don't have access to those resources. What's really going on in their life? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and I, I couldn't have set that up any better than you did. I mean, people like yourself who've spent, not just spent decades on their own personal well-being, but have taught many others how to do it. And we're still feeling the turbulence, right? We, mm -hmm. and, and I, it's not just turbulence, the visibility is low. And so even if the North star is there, yes. if the world is shaken well, but, up, the, the dust is in front of you or uh, you know, in, in Arizona, we use a dust storm in, in right. places like Canada, maybe it's a blizzard. You, you can't see. And so to navigate, we're having to do things on such a shorter cycle, all of the mm. well-being things that we would normally do to see out there, make our plan, align our resources, all of that's happening in a, in a, you know, considerably yeah. truncated space and time. And yeah. It's, and it's exhausting us. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I, I, I got a good metaphor for you. Maybe think of, I'm, I'm a pilot. And when I learned how to fly, fly visual only, no instruments. And when the seal, the clouds would come down, it forces us to flow below, fly below the clouds to the point where it can almost fly you into the ground. And you have to work your way around that. And you have to, sometimes I was forced to land in a little airstrip uh, last minute up in, you know, small little field, not where I wanted to go. But this is a little bit, it's a great metaphor you said is the ceilings coming down and there's less visibility and there's less time to make decisions. And all of a sudden you're up, whoa, there's a mountain there. Ah! Right. So, um, yeah, I think as a society, I mean, I'm impressed overall with how people are doing, but I think behind closed doors and some people are are probably depressed and, and and really anxious and the government can't keep on pumping money in forever so mm -hmm. we're headed for a recession for sure and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to make some 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 good money and pivot and there's also going to be a lot of people going to get beaten up so um you know take care i, I say to people take care of yourself stay healthy eat well exercise and have faith that you will find the path and and get your North Star. Call up Brett, man. Have him guide you and coach you and, and keep you on the straight and narrow. Well, thanks for that, Rock. Uh, if there's seven-figure business owners who want to figure out how to build their business, that's great advice. Outside of that, I don't know that that's the best advice because that's where we spend all of our time. 
Yeah, well, that, if that if that's the lane, then go for it. And the principles are the same in, in a lot of areas, but you've honed that particular niche. So we appreciate you coming on the show so that people can rock their money and eventually rock their life the way they want, live life on their terms. And that's what it's all about. So thanks so much, Brett. Appreciate you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Rock. Okay, we'll see you guys on the next podcast. So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.